This podcast is made by Awesome Panda Productions. Find out more at awesomepandauk.com. Hello and welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. For this, the second episode of Series 2, I've been speaking to Twyford-based journalist and author Vanessa Holborn, the writer of How to Pick a Puppy, an ethical guide to choosing the perfect pet. Essentially, it's a guidebook for anyone looking to get the right dog at the right time from the right source. Vanessa is also the author of How to Be an Activist, which was connected to her work on the Lucy's Law campaign. A new law, which means that anyone wanting to get a new puppy or kitten in England must now buy direct from a breeder or consider adopting from a rescue centre instead. How to Pick a Puppy is from the other end of the buying chain and was written pre-pandemic, but the massive recent rise in first-time dog owners, which has been largely caused by lockdown, has made the advice even more pertinent. I started by asking Vanessa whether an easing of the lockdown, with some adults heading back to the office and children going back to school, will bring new unforeseen issues for those who've never previously been a dog owner. I think for a lot of dogs, it will um, potentially cause some separation anxiety. They perhaps haven't been used to to an empty house, a quieter house. Um, Every dog and every puppy indeed needs a certain amount of training throughout their life consistently. Um, They don't come ready-made to fit into our lifestyles necessarily. So if you've, you've had a puppy or a dog join your household during the pandemic, I would say now's a great time to get in touch with a trainer. Um, Now the classes are opening back up again. If they're not open physically, you'll be able to attend one via Zoom. Start putting in place those structures you need to allow the dog to feel comfortable to be left for a small amount of time at first, even if that's only a couple of minutes while you're upstairs. Um, And then for longer periods, if you need to start returning to work um, and studying. Do you fear that this is going to start taking dog owners, uh, new dog owners by surprise? I think so. Um, Obviously, the wisest dog owners um, will have thought all of these sort of things through anyway. Um, But, you know, in some ways, it's great that you've had the puppy period perhaps at home. And if you if you got a handle on your training early on, hopefully the puppy has um, a safe area of the house that it's used to being quiet. You might have gone through some of the worst stages with the sort of chewing um, and that constant need to be directed to where they should place their energy, not, you know, in the table legs and things like that. So if you've gone through some of those hurdles, it's now a great time to move on to the next stage of a little bit more independent of independence for the puppy. Um, another thing I wondered about was a uh... People are going to be, you know, in a, with an awful lot of hope in their hearts, I dare say, booking holidays for the summer. It's a whole new level of consideration, isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Um, having a dog um, as part of your household is like having another child. It's a, a living being that you have to consider before you go on holiday, even if that holiday is in the UK, if that holiday is even just an overnight stay or a long day trip. You know, you have to put in place somewhere for your dog to go 
you have to ensure that your dog is going to be properly looked after and insured where they go. If you're going to a UK cottage that is dog friendly, you still need to be aware of some of the rules. You need to consider travel. Some dogs will get travel sick on longer journeys. So you might need to build up um, their ability to stay in the car for longer than 10, 20 minutes. Do you fear that we may see people feel that they're unable to look after their dogs anymore, their new puppies, and maybe looking to uh, pass them on, if you like, maybe even to homes? I think people might well become overwhelmed by the responsibility past the pandemic. Obviously, a year is very different for from 10 to 15 years of looking after that dog. Um, if they do feel like that, there's some very sensible things they should do. Obviously, if, if the problems they're experiencing can't be dealt with by a trainer or a behaviourist, they should always go back in the first instance to the place they got that dog from. That might be a breeder or that might be a rescue centre. Um, reputable breeders, ethical rescue centres will always take a dog back. Um, if they won't take the dog back, then the next step should be to approach a rescue centre, um, either a breed rescue or just, you know, your local one, a national one. Um, the last, well, the, wor the worst thing you should do is hand it on to a friend or advertise it for sale um, in a free ad on a website. You need experienced people to rehome that dog on your behalf. Have you have you seen a particular rise in ownership around here? I, I, you know, new people, different people. Yeah, there's definitely been a rise. Um, the latest figures from the Pet Food Manufacturers Association have said that since the start of the pandemic, 3.2 million UK households have got a new pet. Now, they won't all be dogs, but I think the vast majority will be dogs. There's an awful lot of uh, stories about uh, dogs being stolen at the moment. Is that, you know, sorry to be so brutal about it, is that simply a case of supply and demand? Is there anything more sinister going on? Um, I think some of it is the, the price of dogs at the moment. Obviously, there has been a supply and demand issue. That means the price of dogs has risen in some cases for some of the more sort of trendy popular breeds. You might be looking at up to £3,000 for something like a French bulldog. So for a criminal, especially an opportunist, if they see a lovely dog tied up outside a shop, sitting unattended in a car, walking off from its owner, a long way ahead of its owner, um, out of sight, that's the same as if you had a Rolex watch. You know, it's a commodity to the criminal. Um, at the moment, the law does not have a specific sentence for pet theft. There is a campaign to put that in place. Um, so the penalties are for anyone that would be a court, um, be charged and see sentenced if they were found guilty, um, is, is no more than if they stole your phone, which as you can imagine, isn't much of a deterrent if you can immediately sell a dog for several thousand pounds or if you choose to use that dog then for breeding um, and they have four to six puppies then you've got many thousands of pounds that you can make. Finally then for any dog owner listening or for anyone who's considering getting a dog what should they be thinking about at the moment before they make that leap if you could just sum that up for me. The most important thing if you're thinking about getting a dog is to do your research. You need to research the type of dog that would suit your lifestyle the best. You need to research 
where the best place to get that dog is from. Could it be a local rescue? Could it be a national rescue? If you're going down the route of a breeder, you must know that that breeder is either approved by the Kennel Club, that doesn't mean registered with the Kennel Club, that means on an approved breeders list, or with the Breed Society, which will have its own list of um, breeders that adhere to its guidelines and its rules. Um, you need to be able to go and visit that breeder. You should be expect, expect to answer a lot of questions about your background. Um, and when it comes to seeing a dog that you potentially might want, you should be asking questions about its health, the health tests that have been done on its parents. Um, you should be looking to get a puppy contract. And if one isn't forthcoming, Go on, what's a puppy contract? Uh, a, puppy, a puppy contract is, as it sounds, a piece of paper that a breeder or a rescuer will give to you. You will both sign it. That will uh, contain all the details of the adoption or the sale. And within those, those finer details will be points like, if you cannot look after that dog anymore, it's returned to the breeder or the rescue. Um, it's the sign of an ethical breeder or rescuer if they produce a puppy contract for you to sign. So red flags to look for if you find yourself in a situation where you think perhaps this breeder or rescue is not reputable would be looking to meet you um, away from their home so you cannot see where the dog has been bred. Um, not, not caring really at all about you and your background a responsible breeder or rescue is going to be home checking you. They're going to be interviewing you. They're going to be looking for a, a permanent forever home for that dog. And if you fail on any of those levels, they're not going to want you to take the dog. Um, if someone asks for cash, that's often a warning sign. If they have a lot of dogs for sale, um, if they're advertising regularly, and if the dogs they have for sale are a range of dogs and very popular breeds, then you, you need to be asking yourself, why have they got this many dogs? That is an awful lot, it seems, to uh, look out for. But if that's what it takes, I guess that's what it takes, isn't it? Exactly. This is, you know, after all, a decision that's going to, to have implications for 10 to 15 years of your life. Um, so it's worth doing a year of research and being on a waiting list, for example, with a decent breeder. Vanessa. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. That was Vanessa Holborn. How to Pick a Puppy is published by the Little Brown Book Group. It's available in paperback and there's also a Kindle edition. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. It'd be great if you could share this with others who you think may find it interesting, even those who've never even heard of the podcasting phenomenon. At the moment, it's just another way that we can all stay connected. If you do have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or maybe in the comments section on Apple or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and goodbye.